בשם השם נעשה ונצליח. מסילת ישרים, chapter 19, and this is the um, second class on chapter 19, how to be a true pious chassid. So it says, Amar Rabzeira, Mimai Loik Pati Betoch Beisi. Rabzeira, so guys, this is a very important idea, very near and dear to my heart and your heart, that to be a pious person, <coughs> right, Shani, is not only in your relationship between you and Hashem, right? Is you have to be extraordinary sensitive not to offend people, not to get angry at people, right? Not to to respect everybody, not to say lashon hara. Um. As the Rambam very clearly says, uh, in business being extraordinary, scot clean and free of uh, any type of mistrust or misrepresentation, you should keep your word and cause kiddushar, theft, not misleading people, which is uh, which is like, you know, not being transparent and so, for example, Rab Zera said that I never got, I was never very particular and got angry with the people of my family. And I never walked in front of somebody that was um, greater than me. And we know, for example, it's also to think about Torah in dirty places, like that has um, feces or unpleasant smells. So he says, I was very careful that I wouldn't, because um, a true Talmud Chacham is somebody that always in his mind, the Torah is his fascination, and he's addicted to it. So always in his mind, he's thinking through Shtikl Torah. But he was able to put the brakes on, Rab Zera says, and not think about it in the inappropriate places. You understand? And he says, I never walked for Amot without Torah, and um, without Torah and uh, tefillin. And he said, I respected the scot. Oh my goodness, this is something for our nowadays. I could go off on this for five hours. He says, I never slept in the study hall, the base medrash. Not a temporary sleep, not a full sleep. So, like in, in today's generation, you see people, they come to the house of Hashem. Totally oblivious. They're on their cell phone. They're talking in the middle of tefillah. Unfortunately, Marana Chida says, such people, it's better they don't even come. Because they're being chotiu machtiet arabim. When you talk to other people, and then you... One has to realize, we have to love God, but God is not your buddy. When you come in front of him, he's the king of kings. So the best advice, one of my congregants, as it says, you learn the most from your Talmidim. One of my students told me, he says, Rabbi, I leave my cell phone in my car. Best advice, I do it also all the time. Unless I need to record a shear with my phone, I leave my phone in my car. We're so addicted to it. But you see that one of the chassid, right, one has to realize that when you come to the house of Hashem, you have to fear Hashem, right? The pillar of everything is fear of Hashem. 
Now, Kalvachomer, when you're standing in his, during, right? The Chazanish says it the best. How do we know we need to daven? Like we say it in Shema every night. To serve Hashem with all your heart and all your mind. So if you're, if you're, all your attention isn't to the prayer, then you've missed the boat. And unfortunately, I've seen countless people, 99% of their, they've checked out. They're just, they're saying the words, but they're not, their, their mind and heart is addicted to the phone, rather than, you know, one amen, like I said in the positive podcast, I'm sure you heard the stories of Moshe, you never know, one amen could be the tipping stone between your, where you go to Gehinom or Gan Eden. So what, you're going to go talk in the middle of Tefillah, you know, and lose a precious amen, Yehishamei Rabbah or amen. And I encourage everybody to um, say your brachot out loud, because the Zohar says a bracha that somebody doesn't answer amen to is not a complete bracha. And also Rabbi Netaneli Shlita HaMekubala Kadosh said that every bracha you make, you should be very careful, right? And you say the name of Hashem, the Shem Adnut, you say have Kavana Adon Hakol, He's the master of all. He is, he was, and he always will be. And when you say Elokeinu, that he's the almighty powerful, he has Hashkacha Pratnitanas, Takif Baya, and he is the Almighty and All Powerful. And he says, Alpi Kabbalah, this makes the bracha a thousand times more meaningful. So one has to, you know, he says, I, for example, but the, this part of it, I just want to let you know that he's trying to bring out the idea that a true Hasid is very careful in his relationship between him and his fellow Jew. And he says, I never was happy with Takalat Chaverai. When my fell when my friend was embarrassed, I never rejoiced in it. Um, and I never, I always called my friend by, by his honorable name his parents gave him, not by his nickname. So the Ramchal is just proving here that a true Hasid is a person that is very meticulous and careful between his relationship with other people. Not to damage them, not not to, you know, to respect them. Oh, so the Grah also says this. I didn't know Ramchal says this. See, there's three ways of becoming a chassid. The, the Gemara Bavakama, Baflamid, page 30 says, if you want to become a chassid, be very meticulous when you say your brachot. So we just talked about that actually a second ago. That to say it very carefully, to say it out loud so people could say amen. Because this is the relationship between you and Hashem. Some say this is the to be a true chassid, what do you need to study meticulously and go in depth of? The laws of Nezikin, not to damage other people. And this is Keneged. So Mili Debrachot is your relationship, like the first Ten Commandments, between you and Hashem. Mili Debrachot, the Gra says this also, so it's beautiful, is between you and your fellow. That's why all the laws of Choshen Mishpat and Baba Kama, Baba Basra, Baba Metziah is being Careful to respect other people's property, not to damage them, not to harm them. 
And some say do Pirkei Avot. <clears throat> Learning yeah, yeah. To be a chassid. So the Gra, he says, Pirkei Avot is both Ben Adam Lechavir and Ben Adam But the Maral and the Gra say another Zach. They say there's three little, one has three relationships. One between him and himself. That's the third. Between some people hate themselves, they have an inferiority complex. So Pirkei Avot teaches you, it creates great greatness within. You understand? Because it's about the Midos. So he says, He says, for example, a true chassid is not only obsessed with his relationship with Hashem. He's an ultimate, ultimate giver like who? He's a balchesed. He's a giver, kind-hearted, loving kindness. He does loving kindness to all, like Avram Avinu. Because the, the shorish, the foundation of the word of chassid comes from what? Chesed. Which is what? Kindness. You understand? And this is one of the three pillars of the world, the Ramchal says. You understand? There's always much... Uh, the greatest people in the world are all givers. The most dangerous and destructive people are the takers. And that's a, Elliot, shout out to you. That's the type of person you need to look for in a relationship. In any relationship, for sure your spouse that you want to be eternally married to, especially in a woman. It's a nightmare living with somebody that's a taker. They may take your soul. (laughs) And we say every day in the beginning of Tfilah, like we say in the Mishnah Peya, these are very unique mitzvot, Talmud Torah and Gimil Chasodim, because you both reap the benefits in this world, and the main investment is in the next world, but you even get the fruits, the interest God pays you in this world for being a Gimil Chasodim. Because what goes around? So we just learned this, I just am behind in the Dafyaymi. I just learned this a week ago. The whole Torah starts with kindness and ends with kindness. Right? Because what was the first thing Hashem did? He created a clothing for Adam and Chava when they found out they're naked. And in the end, he buried Moshe. That's the last thing. So if you want to summarize the Torah from beginning to end, it's to be a giver, to be loving kindness. So it's sad, you know, somebody may know Shas and may think he's like the greatest guy in the world, but if he's selfish, he's missed the boat. And the Ramchal even goes deeper. Hashem never needed us. The whole reason Hashem even created the world, Hashem is perfect, right? Whether we exist or don't exist, Hashem is perfect. But since Hashem is so kind, it's from, it's the nature, so to speak. Kivyachal doesn't have nature, but it's the nature of somebody, of a, Somebody that's a chesed to be mischaset, somebody that's a bal chesed to be mischaset. So, if only Hashem existed in the universe, right? You, by default, you need somebody to bestow your kindness upon. So, therefore, He created us, right? So, I'm saying the whole legitimacy of our existence is because Hashem wanted to create us in order to do what? Kindness to us. Like we say, kitov, olam chasto. And it says, Gemara and Yevamos, what's the three hallmark 
hallmarks of a Jew, to know that somebody's uh, the three attributes to know somebody that's uh, Jewish. Do you know the three ones? It says that the three hallmarks of to make sure that somebody to know that um, the identifying markers of to know that somebody's a Jew is um, if he has that he's the true spiritual DNA of Abraham. The Gemara in Yevamot says is if he's Rachmanim. He has mercy. He has. I'm learning with my son. A whole Orcha uh, Sadikim has a whole chapter on this. You have to be merciful, bashful. Pride Month, the biggest disaster in the history of humankind. People do the most unnatural behavior, and now they're proud about it. And that the whole world has to say it's good, also, or else. And they even want to brainwash kids into it. This thing, so. It's sad. It's the end of times where everything is upside down. They want to make girls into boys, boys into girls. Light is darkness, darkness is light. You know? It's a very, very um, difficult time to be alive. But Yeah, the worst is also the Rabbanan veterans. Yeah, I mean, yeah, well, they're fakers. But the, the bottom line here is the final hallmark of a Jew is first is he has to be merciful, bashful, and kind. Gimelech Hasadim. And it says, Amar Rabbi Lazar, to be kind is even greater than charity. Why? Because it says in Tanakh, because, and what are the three advantages of Gimilut Chasadim to be kind over to be charitable? Because charity is usually done with money. But Gimilut Chasadim, you could like help somebody lift his couch or move, right? So Gimil Chasadim is not only done with your mommy, it's done with your own physical body. Sedaka, charity is only to poor people. But Gimilut Chasadim, I want to tell you guys, some of the big, sometimes the biggest Gimilut Chasadim is what? A smile, emotional support. So when you're kind, you're, you're the person, the recipient of your kindness doesn't need to be poor, right? He could be the wealthiest guy in the more, world. And a third advantage is so therefore, gimilut chasadim is whether to the poor or the rich, to be kind. And another advantage of kind is sedaka is only to the living, but to be kind, you could even be it to the dead, because you could learn a mishnah, you could learn like dedicate a shir for them. And um, it says uh, the gemara shabbat: if you have mercy, Hashem has mercy on us, because Hashem is our shadow. Right? Never forget this. This is one of the most Important rules of the spiritual world. Midah keneged midah. The way it's called spiritual karma. The same people you, the same way you deal with people, Hashem deals with you. So if you deal people with an iron fist like Putin, then Hashem's gonna Hashem is your shadow, right? So Hashem's gonna deal with you that same way. But if you have a mercy and um, kind with the people. Hashem must do that to you also. And He's going to forgive you, right? Because if you forgive others, obviously if you do tshuva, Hashem is going to be much more great on a curve, so to speak, you know, not to be too particular with you. 
Since you forgave others, Hashem will forgive you. Because it's the same way. He says, who does Hashem tolerate and forgive their sins? To somebody that overlooks the sins that people did to him, right? So, um, I was doing you do, I just, I read a book in Rav David Feinstein's biography, it changed my life. So I have to share it with you. It says one time, Rav Moshe Feinstein had a neighbor and a Talmud, Rav Tuvia Goldstein. He was a big Rosh Hashiva, they make a bracha. So he said, Moshe's Talmud and neighbor. So he went to Rav Moshe to knock on the door to borrow a safer. Oh my goodness. He, who did he see walking out the second he was about to knock on the door? A certain rabbi that had wrote an entire booklet attacking Rav Moshe's Igris Moshe, all of Rav Moshe's Allah's ruling. He was saying Rav Moshe's too lenient and in a very demeaning way. So Rav Moshe asked his Rebbe and his neighbor, he said, Rav Moshe, this guy came to you for a favor? He said, yes. And you did him the favor? Yes. He said, I want to protest for Kabbat Atayra. What is he? The God of Lador, the Rash Kolbudan, the whole Klal Yisrael is, relies on the halachic authority of Rav Moshe Feinstein in the entire world. Not just one Hasidic, like he's not a Hasidic Rebbe, right? The entire Jewish world. Even the Lubavitcher Rebbe used to ask his halachic opinion, right? Every, the whole Jewish world. Yeah, Rav Avadia used to. He, there's a certain level of Paisik where the whole Klal Yisrael leans on him. Right. Rav Moshe also in halacha was a tremendous. So he says, this guy writes like a, he's talking to a, two, a 10-year-old yeshiva, like he puts you down and he writes a whole book attacking your whole magnet opus, your you know 12-volume Igros Moshe. So Moshe said, you should, you said, you should know what? I want to tell you one thing. And when Rav David Feinstein used to tell this story about his father, he used to become very emotional. He said, you know what my father told Rav Tuvia Goldstein? He said, Chazal say, you never know. There's a concept of yesh kaina elama basha achas, which means there's certain right, like the Gemara of Zara where there was uh, the the guy that cried and he died. The Baal Sometimes some moments in your life are so pivotal and precious that yeah, that 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 whole that whole. Um, that whole um, moment, shh, that whole moment gives legitimacy to your whole life. So he says, he says that, he says, you know what? Maybe this guy, it's true, he's a true chutzpah. He's a true chutzpah. You know, he attacked me in his booklet, but he, he, uh, he said, who knows? If I tolerate him and I do him a favor, even though he attacked me, maybe this is the time. That's is, Maybe this is that precious moment that I could get all my alam haba. So that's how Rav Moshe... Person like him that. So Rav David Feinstein said, you know, it's amazing. My father learned Shas hundreds of times. He was a big chassid. Rav Moshe was a real chassid. He was so careful and has been on the chaver, right? Like the God al-Hador. And then he said, this specific time... Maybe the time that I, if I, you know, forgive somebody that attacked me, maybe that moment that I'm zoichet to all my ilam haba. So it's like a good, 
It's a, honestly, I think it's a, one of the top ten ways of overcoming the eight Sahara. You know, I mean, to forgive people. You never know. This may be the test. Because, you know, the harder the test, the more the reward. So Ramayisha was saying, this could be that, my hallmark moment that I'm Kailan. I deserve all of Elam Haba just because I, you know, this guy that wrote a whole book attacking my halachic rulings, I still did him a favor. I was, you know, as if it didn't happen. I think the problem is people are not aware they're being tested. Yeah, no, everything is a test. Everything is a test. Yeah, I personally, my life, yeah. No, you have to know, everything is a test. People ain't odd milavado. Lineda, once we finish the Mesosasharm, we have to go to the Derek Hashem and Das Tufunos. It's a triology. Because, um, Ravolbi writes that, uh, the Mesosasharm is our uh, dictionary and encyclopedia of what Musar means. But also, the Ramchal also wrote a book, which our biggest challenge before Mashiach comes is Emunah. He wrote the Dat Tevunot. He says it countless times in the Mesila also that, Everything's a test. So he says, he says somebody that doesn't want to forgive and forgo his rights and doesn't want to forgive people or doesn't want to be kind to people. So Hashem is also going to be strict with you. So Hashem is your shadow. If you're willing to forgive and for, you know, then Hashem is willing to forgive you. He says, even King David trembled in front of Hashem. If Hashem wants to be strict with us, you gotta be, nobody could really, we, we all need Hashem's kindness. We need Hashem to be on the seat of what? Rachamim, mercy, not on the seat of judgment. So David Amelech says, David Amelech says in Tehillim 143, he says, I'll don't ever judge me and be, he says, because no living being will, will be able to be what? Totally come out clear. But he says, somebody that does kindness to everybody, he will receive kindness from Hashem. And the more you are kind, and the more you are forgiving and merciful, then Hashem will be to you. And David used to always say that even to his enemies, he wanted to do good. Like it says in Tehillim, let me just finish, Tehillim 35, he says, like Shaul, Shaul, his father-in-law wanted to kill him. But it says in Tehillim 35, Tehillim is honestly, when one learns it in depth, it's the best Musar Sefer. It has everything in there. And it's like the whole collective, like, emotional experience of people is yeah. completely contained in Tehillim. Yeah, yeah. Every spectrum of human emotion. Yeah, yeah. It's like an encyclopedia of how to deal with life. Because David had the hardest life by, by far. My wife actually was giving a class this week to women. She said probably, you know, Avram had a hard life and was tested 10 times and Yaakov, but probably by far, David was, uh, since he's the tikkun of Adam, he had by far the hardest life. But he said, David Amelech used to say that when Shaul, my enemy, gets gets um, sick, I wear sackcloth. Like I do ta'anit, I fast. So, he says, I never, he says, uh, the people that do bad to me, I don't like try to seek revenge. And Shaul, you saw that David two times could have killed Shaul. He cut his, yeah, yeah, he had a legal right to kill him. And he had the opportunity to kill him, but he always was road of Shalom. So I'm saying, if you are always seeking peace with people, Hashem will seek peace with you. And 
you know, as hard as the test is, it's diff- terribly difficult. But one has to know that when you go extra credit beyond a chassid, that's what a chassid is. You go, Hashem will treat you with a tremendous chassid also.